The dark web can be like a restaurant for identity thieves. Hi, ready to order? I'll have the driver's license number. Great, that comes with a home address or a birth date. Ooh, both, please. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year at LifeLock.com aware. Identity theft protection starts here. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network and X-Zone Broadcast Network. Visit our website at www.xzoneradiotv.com. Let it come on in. I'm singing to the world. Everybody's caught in the spin. The X-Zone Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
Matt, and welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. If you'd like to give us a call, toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at Hotmail.com and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Lynn Wallace, and Lynn and her late husband served as missionaries to the Navajo Indians. Lynn has written numerous articles and two curriculum packages. She is the mother of one grown daughter. She lives on her parents' farm in Montrose, Colorado. Ambassador Emerald International published her first book, Our Lifeship, Studies in Proverbs for Women, in May of 2008. And joining us now from her home in Colorado is Lynn Wallace. And Lynn, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you. Lynn, what's it like being an author in today's world of not only the print publishing, but electronic publishing? Well... I have a few articles online. My book is not has not been published electronically. Mm-hmm. Now, what was your inspiration for writing your book, Our Leadership: Studies in Pro- in Proverbs for Women? Well, I wrote it to help women sail calmly on life's troubled seas. I believe we all have some of those, mm-hmm. including myself. And um, can you give us some examples of what readers could find in our leadership? You mean our life ship? I, I'm sorry, yes, our life ship. What, what kind of book is it? How, how, would it how would it inspire people? What? How would it inspire people? How would it inspire people? Close to the end of it, I have a section that's called Challenges mm-hmm. Women Face Today, and I interviewed several women for this section and then rewrote it in my own words to, to try to help women solve problems. And I don't give all the solutions. Geez, I guess it would be very hard for one person to give all the solutions to everybody's problems, wouldn't it? Yes, and I'm sure not everybody's problems is listed there, but there are quite a few. Lynn, stand <laughs> and by. You and I those have Those weren't to... all my problems. Some of them came from other people. All right, Lynn, stand by. Okay. You and I have to take our commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Lynn Wallace is our special guest this hour. Exonation. Her website is www.writingfrommyheart.com, and she's the author of Our Life Ship, Studies and Proverbs for Women. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Once again, our toll-free worldwide number is 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. Our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Don't forget, the X Chronicles newspaper is now available for one and all with the compliments of our advertisers. If you would like to receive a link on how you can read 
the paper online, download it. If you'd like to download it into your mobile device, whatever, send me an email, xone at xoneradiotv.com and say, hey, Rob, could you please send me a link to the X Chronicles newspaper? It's that simple. Lynn Wallace and I return on the other side of this two-minute break. Don't go away. Nation, Lynn Wallace is my special guest this hour. Her website is www.writingfrommyheart.com. She's the author of Our Lifeship, Studies and Proverbs for Women. It was published in 2008. And Lynn, I see you were a missionary and now you're a writer. How are these two professions related? Well, as a missionary and as a writer, I seek to serve other people. And so they're both a means of serving others. Mm-hmm. What was it like being a missionary with the Navajo people? They have a very rich and colorful history. Yes, and a sad history. I read the tales of tears and almost made me cry. Oh, no. And made me mad because of the way that we, the white people, treated the Navajo. And, and you know, we're still treating them the same way. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've done shows where we've talked about the injustices that are being done on federal reservations, and, you know, it just makes me, it just, it just makes me so mad to, to see these people being treated the way they are. Yeah, well, while we were there in Montezuma Creek, not Montezuma Creek, Monument Valley, mm-hmm. Utah. Um, the communists are going to come to the school, but the people there at the school got ear on that and were ready for them. So they didn't even show up, which was good. But they did close the factory where they made the Nevels used microscopes to make miniature parts, and were very good at it. And the communists did succeed in closing down that factory, which was very sad. What is Lifeship? 
our life struggles as we sail on life's seas. Our life shifts, studies impoverished women, mm-hmm. concerns our management and our life in these struggles. And this book is filled with wise counsel to steer our ship through the rough seas of life. So are are we the ships themselves? Yes. The, actually, uh, you could call this an allegory. And I do use examples from actual ships and the parts and the people on it and the bad people that make mm-hmm. trouble for the ship and the pirates. Could you give us a few? Could you give us a few examples, please? Yes, I talk about the heart as a motor of the ship mm-hmm. in the book. The heart is the lifeline of our ship, and the heart. Uh, the motor pictures the heart. If the motor dies, mm-hmm. the ship dies. That's true. And in Proverbs 4.23, it says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And, well, our, our good thoughts, our bad thoughts, come from the heart, the center part of us. So they either result in ugly words or good words. Why do you believe, Lynn, that this book is so needed at this very time? Well, I've seen, I've met lots of women, and they're so busy. Mm-hmm. And we get busy with the cares of this world, activities, and other things called for our time. And consequently, we tend to neglect the really important things. So I would say this book is a call back to the things that are really important. And what do you think those important things are that women are neglecting? Well, I won't say all women, of course. Of course. But when we don't have the Lord to guide us, we tend to push him out of our mind and not think about eternal values. And I believe we're all going to spend eternity somewhere. And that is a very important issue. Mm. So, so tell me, how is our life ship, Studies and Proverbs for Women, different than other self-help books that are presently available to the masses? Well, for one thing, it, and I'm sure some other books give personal examples, but I think the challenge session especially is different. I haven't found any books that were just like mine. Now, there's several books on Proverbs, but this is not a book just only on Proverbs. It does quote from the book of Proverbs in the Bible, of course, and a person looking at the subtitle would 
Accept that. It also uses some other verses. It uses, it uses examples of biblical women, some who shipwrecked and some who navigated well. And then has a section the captain calls, and of course our captain is Jesus Christ. And so, so let me let, let me ask let me ask you this, Lynn. How important is a person's religious beliefs into into helping them navigate through life on the life ship? Well, to me, it's very important. And I was twenty before I accepted the Lord Jesus as my personal Savior. My life has been drastically changed since. I was going one direction. And what I was trying to do with my life wasn't really a bad thing. I was trying to be a foreign language interpreter. Mm -hmm. And after I came to Christ, shortly after, I gave my life to him. And I knew that he had something special for me to do for him. What kind of guidance did you receive? What kind of spiritual guidance did you receive to, to help you on your way, to help you launch your life ship? Well, I, I had a break, nervous breakdown that brought me to the end of myself. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and then the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and this may sound somewhat mystical, but it is real. An old pump was standing outside the window, and I don't know why that goes with it, but and the Holy Spirit said, Repent, repent, repent. Lynn, you are a sinner. Lynn, Christ died for your sins. Lynn, Christ died that you might be born again. Repent, repent, repent. And I got down on my knees, and Jesus Christ came in. And then, when, before I went to the Navajo, and then, who was a missionary in the Navajo, said, well, what about the Navajo? Mm-hmm. I'm not called to the Navajo. He came back another year. Well, why not business? Okay. So I thought I'd just have a nice vacation. But while I was there, the Lord spoke to my heart. And he, I said I could never learn the language. He gave me one word. <clears throat> when we visited, but he said, <clears throat> excuse me, sure. Yate. And I answered Yate. And then I asked the missionary on the way home, Yate mean hello? You're a pretty good Navajo. One word. But it took care of that excuse. And then, then the Lord used scriptures where it says, I called thee. I couldn't argue anymore. And then, before I became a writer, mm-hmm. I was in my brother's lost church after my husband had passed. And he spoke about writing that evening. And he described my shanty where he'd never been. I knew he was speaking to me. What was it like after you had been a, been a missionary for such for so long, and, and you left the Navajo, the Navajo people, their traditions, their lifestyles, their beliefs, their culture? How did you feel? Oh, you know, of course, many of them believed in the old way. We didn't actually reach any of those that believed in the old way. That's one place they called it the Navajo the native church, 
don't right. think we know what that meant, but yeah. we did. And might have called it Yodi. Well, that's what they use in their ceremonies, and we know about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they. But they don't know where they're going when they die. They believe they're going to one of four mountains. So they have a very unsure hope. All right, you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Please stand by, Lynn. It's great having you with us here in the Exxon. Exxon Nation, our special guest this hour is Lynn Wallace. We're talking about Lynn's book. It's entitled Our Life Ship, Studies and Proverbs for Women. Her website is www.writingfrommyheart.com. And as you can tell by listening to Lynn, she has a very deep heart, a very open heart, and a heart that she shared as a missionary with the Navajo Indians. Once again, her website is www.writingfrommyheart.com. And now she wants to share her heart message with you in her book, Our Life Ship, Studies and Proverbs for Women. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with my special guest, Lynn Wallace, as the Exxon continues right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, in the Exxon. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Splenza, and you're listening to my dad, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And for those of you who are just joining us, you're saying, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Where is that? I know where Canada is. I know where the province of Ontario is. Where is Hamilton? Well, if you were to find the Great Lakes of North America and find Lake Ontario, which is the last Great Lake before the St. Lawrence River goes into the Atlantic Ocean, you'll see Toronto. And then you'll follow the outline of the lake west, and you'll find Hamilton. Hamilton is right in between the city of Toronto and Niagara Falls, and we're in a mysterious zone called the Great Lakes Triangle. If you'd like to give us a call, toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, 
Exxon Radio TV at hotmail.com and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. I'd also like to take this opportunity of thanking you, the Exxon Nation, because since the beginning of the year 2010, as of right now, we have had over 400,000 downloads at iTunes. So thank you very much for making this show what it is and for the growth that we're experiencing because of you, the Exxon Nation. Lynn Wallace is our special guest this hour. She's the author of One Life Ship, Studies and Proverbs for Women. It was published in May of 2008. And her website is www.writingfrommyheart.com. Tell me, Lynn, what encourages you to keep going when the waters get turbulent? Well, I would just say the Lord. He's with me, and he mm-hmm. promised always to go with me. He says, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee, in Hebrews 13, 5. So, and I'm looking forward to heaven, and that encourages me. My, my church encourages me. Do you believe in angels? Do you believe in miracles? I believe in angels. I believe in miracles. And I believe that I've seen some miracles today. I mean, not today necessarily. Sure. In this age. <laughs> can you can you in share can you share a few of the miracles that you've witnessed with us? That I've actually witnessed. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember the time when the temperature dropped to four degrees above. The propane found a leak in the tank. My husband went to work. And he couldn't come home in the middle of the night because it was too hazardous on ice. Mm-hmm. I grabbed all the devil covers without disturbing my daughter. Kept me from freezing, not from being uncomfortable. Right. Well, I had to get breakfast in the morning, so I got up and got breakfast for me and my daughter, my husband at that time. And then there were dishes to wash. My fingers tingled as I touched that cold, icy silverware. I had heated water, but the silverware still was cold when I put it into the water. And I went, and it's cold, so I went back to bed, put the covers around me, mm-hmm. and I prayed, Lord, please help. He wrapped his loving arms around me. Now, maybe it was his angels. I believe it was the angel of the Lord, which was be the Lord himself. And he warned me. I can't explain that. I just believe it because I felt it. Sounds like a miracle to me. Tell me, what uh, does guiding our life ship look like when there are times when things look so bleak to us, so negative? How do we keep the wind in the sails of the life ship? Well, God is never far off from the true believer. We can get far off from him. Mm -hmm. And if we get far off from him, well, we have to draw close to him again before we really can get help from him. He does not promise to draw near to those who do not know him, but he does love them and he wants them to come to him. But he gives us a choice. We can say yes or no. 
as a, as a parent, how can we guide how can we guide our life ship when our own kids don't want to follow the same path or the same course as our life ship? You talking about young kids or grown kids? Let's talk about grown kids first. Well, we cannot tell them what to do, of course, mm-hmm. but we can live an example before them. Parents have an awesome responsibility. I have one grown daughter, as I said. Yes. And if she does something wrong, I tell her once. But I don't hold it over her head. I forgive her, pray for her, and go on with my life. She knows she has a praying mom, and she appreciates that. All right, let's talk about young kids now. How do we guide them? How do we get them on the right course? How do we make sure they stay right in between the red and the green buoys? Well, I think a lot of the modern-day means that we use to try to bring our kids under control don't work. Why do you think that is? Well, one time, when my daughter was 14 when her dad died, and this was just after he died, mm-hmm. and I tried to confine her to her room, or to the house at least, she ran off. There's nothing I could do about it. No, I think when they're young, the old-fashioned rod, and this is not popular. And I could get in trouble for saying that. But... Let me, let, let me say it for you. There's nothing wrong with a spanking when a spanking is deserved. Yes. Now, beating is wrong. Oh, I agree. I, I agree with you 100% that a beating is wrong. But when I was a kid, when we did something wrong, all Mom had to say was, wait until your dad gets home. And it was, oh, my God, I blew it. I'm in trouble. Or you knew at school that if you did something wrong, really wrong, you might get the strap. And whoever heard when you and I were kids of a parent being charged with assault by a kid for spanking them? No. In fact, I never even thought about talking back to my mom or dad. It just was unheard of in those days. Why do you think why do you think the kids of today are so different from when from when you and I were children? There's no discipline. There's no discipline. You know, I'm going to give you an example that I love sharing with people. I believe there's a total breakdown in the family unit. The family units of today are totally beshiveled. You know, you've you've got mom and dads who, God bless them, are trying their best to make ends meet, to give their kids everything. In fact, they give them too much. And then you've got the kids who have way too much who just sit in front of the television or the computer and play all these video games. They they text messages to their friends. They text messages here. They text messages there. They use the cell phone. Where is the art of communication? And instead of mom, dad, and the family sitting down and enjoying their time together at a meal, sharing their their, uh, their communications with each other, telling each other what they've done during the day, forming that family unit, 
Well, you've got you've got mom who sits at the table, dad who sits in the den, Sally who sits wherever she wants, and little Dick sitting wherever he wants. There is no more family unity. Yes, and that's, I agree with you. So how do we change that? How can we take our life ship and, and send out all the little life rafts and, and all the, 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 the little life ships to bring people back to the main ship? What do we need to do? Well, I guess to start with prayer, maybe read the Bible as a family. And as you say, it's hard to get the family together, but maybe do that. Now, when the three of us were together, my mm-hmm. husband, my daughter, and I, we had three meals together every day, except when he had to go to work for a while. Right. Then we still had the two meals together, and my daughter and I had three meals together because I homeschooled her. Mm-hmm. I didn't, well, the public school, a grandmother was 90 years old. Let a dope ring. We didn't want our child to get into that kind of situation. Hold on here. A a 90-year-old grandmother ran a dope ring? Mm Mm-hmm. At the school. At the school? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is unreal. Mm Mm-hmm. So you decided to keep your daughter home and and homeschool her. And this this must have brought you and your daughter very close together. Well... Actually, she got closer to her dad. Why was that? At that time. Why? Well, probably because her dad had the money, and he's the one that would buy her sometimes a donut or some other treat. And, you know, I couldn't do it for her because he was the one that had the money. I was staying home with her. So are, are you saying that money buys love? No, no, but that's probably the way, as a little girl, she was thinking. <laughs> I see. I yeah. see. And I'm not sure that's all of it. You probably would have to interview my daughter to find all. Well, you that. know, being a dad... But now my... we're very... Now my daughter and I are mm-hmm. not going the same direction in every way. Right. But we're close together. You know, being a dad... Not the distance, be... but... Being a, close. being a dad myself, I know that little girls are always special to dads. You know, my three girls tell me that they can wrap me, my four girls, I'm sorry, say that they can wrap me around their little finger anytime and I'm nothing else but a giant-sized teddy bear. <laughs> and it's true. Yeah, well, well sometimes my dad was going to punish her when he got home. Mm-hmm. And on the way home, his heart got soft, and she didn't get her punishment. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what happens to us dads. Tell me, what, 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 what would you say to a mother who has a son in Iraq or in, or in Afghanistan? What message would you like to give them? Well, that, that is a tough, it is tough when our boys go to a place of danger. Mm-hmm. We can be proud of them because they're willing to suffer for their country. And also we can encourage the mother to cry and grieve. Now, believers in the Lord do not sorrow as those that don't have him, but we still mourn our losses. And then I would say to the mother, Jesus can help you through this.
and you can. And that's it's the only place I believe that she can really find comfort. But don't you find out that when a son or a daughter is well, taken no, away? Well, that... I was, you know, a praying mother comforts her son because she knows he is praying for her. Okay, but don't, but don't you, yeah. but don't you agree that there are many of those who, who have, uh, who have their roots deeply engraced in religion that when they lose their son or their daughter, whether it be in Afghanistan or Iraq or on the corner of Broadway in New York and across street, that they can't see mm-hmm. the justice in it and that they rebel. Yes, yes, I'm rebel. And usually when something happens, it doesn't, anything mm-hmm. that's hard, doesn't matter what it is. Some people get bitter, rebel, and others draw closer to the Lord. And it's a choice. We make a choice. And I guess if somebody was bitter about it and rebellious we just have to wait I guess I guess it's a matter of choice and how they deal with the loss and how they deal with grief that's true all right stand by Lynn you and I have to take our final break for this hour Exonation Lynn Wallace is our guest she is the author of our life ship studies in proverbs for women her website www writingfrommyheart.com I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network Exxon Broadcast Network UK High Definition Radio Euro High Definition Radio and Star Cable Don't go away Lynn Wallace is our guest of this hour, explanation, www.writingfrommyheart.com. That's www.writingfrommyheart.com. Lynn is the author of Our Life Ship, Studies and Proverbs for Women. These are very trying times, and uh, there are times, Lynn, when people just can't take the pressure anymore. They get to the end of the road, and they see no other alternative than to take their own lives. How would you comfort a mother whose son or daughter has committed suicide? Well, in such times, 
we need God and we need each other. Mm-hmm. I would hug her to try to reassure her and encourage her to cry and grieve. Believers do not sorrow as others, but we still mourn our losses. And I tell her that the Lord can help her through this. What would you say to someone, Lynn, who doesn't have the same religious beliefs as you do? Would you still comfort them? Would you still help them mourn? I would love them. I would not agree with them. I may try and encourage them to come to my Lord, but I would not force mm-hmm. them because they have to make their own choice. Lynn, do you believe we're in the end days as depicted in the book of Revelations? Well, I believe we're getting very close. We look around us and things... We look around us mm-hmm. at what's going on in this world and things really don't look very good. And... I think before the last days, things will get worse on the earth, and I believe this coming could be very soon, but we cannot tell the day nor the hour, nor even the year. Just We have to wait and to, see. Yes, and keep as close to the Lord as we can if we know him. Tell me, Lynn, any more books coming from you? Yes. When I I bought several books this time, mm-hmm. and I had two to get it published. Right. I have gotten royalties too from my publisher. It is a royalty publisher. Excellent for you. Congratulations. And when most of the books that I bought sell, I believe the publisher could well change his mind about me having to buy more books a second time. So that's what I'm waiting on. And. Thank you for this opportunity. It may help. <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's my pleasure, Lynn. Uh, let our listeners know how they can get a copy of your book, Our Lifeship, Studies and Proverbs for Women. Well, you can get it through PayPal over my website. And that's at www.writingfrommyheart.com. Once again, Exxon Nation, Lynn Wallace has been our guest this hour. She's the author of Our Lifeship, Studies and Proverbs for Women. And her website is www.writingfrommyheart.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and on Star Cable from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Next week, we have Kevin Randall on the show. We have Stanton T. Friedman and a host of others. We're going to be talking about UFOs and ghosts next week. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. I'll be back on the other side of this news break at six and a half minutes past. Don't go away. Don't go away.